Welcome to the Multipurpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. And here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. The pandemic has changed life for a lot of us, but in particular, people are now doing a lot more shopping online. People who weren't necessarily comfortable before are now doing their shopping online. This has prompted many schools to want to respond to their parents' desire to shop online by changing their apparel strategy and no longer distributing apparel in the school building, but providing an online option. In particular, this impacts school uniforms where parents are wanting options to buy their school uniforms directly and have them shipped to their home. If you are one of these schools that is wanting to respond to their parents and take a look at the school uniform space, or if you're a school that already has school uniforms but are going to test the market, today's episode is for you. We are talking to a school uniform expert, somebody who's been in the field for 25 years and is going to provide us with tips on how to evaluate the school uniform options out there, what questions you should ask, what you should consider, and how to make a selection for your new school uniform provider. Welcome, Karen. Thanks so much for having me today, Deborah and Wes. It's a pleasure to be here. I have been selling school uniforms regionally for the last 25 years here in the Northeast and New York. And a natural extension of that has been able to help schools with spirit. We are team uniforms. Um, I've also worked with businesses, youth sports organizations. Basically, I've morphed into anything that has a school name on it or any name on it that's pre-printed. So that's kind of um, what I do. I work now here with Squad Locker as a customer success manager, helping accounts grow their apparel for their organization. And if you think about a school who is looking to outsource their apparel and in particular school uniforms, and you look across at the different types of providers, what are the different ways schools can buy their uniforms? Well, a small percentage of schools do try to handle school uniforms themselves within the school. And it's usually a very simplified uniform when they do that. Polo shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, maybe a fleece jacket, but most schools work with a retailer. And you could be the local print shop who you have a screen print machine and you do maybe one or two schools locally to, you know, a local embroidery house where they maybe have a dozen schools to regional retailers that service schools in an area to national retailers like Land's End, Tommy Hilfiger, Squad Locker, who can service schools all over the country. So there's a variety of different type of providers out there. And there are some really big, big differences between those providers. Obviously, you're going to get different customer service from your local screen print shop than you are from Squad Locker, for example. So if I'm sitting here at the school and I'm trying to make a decision on what to do, you know, my world has changed a little bit. I can no longer distribute the uniforms at the school for safety reasons and and parents are wanting to buy online. I need to understand those differences you just mentioned. Can you just give us a brief overview of what those are and, and how that matters to buyers? Absolutely. 
parents are going to look for an organization or a business to work with that has great customer service, where they can ask questions about the uniform, how they fit, how many they need. Your local screen printer is probably going to give you the lowest price possible because he's working closer to, to cost. He doesn't have a customer service staff, for example, but he's also not going to be able to help answer your parents' questions. Parents are not going to be able to go to his business and try on a garment, which is actually kind of dying, especially in this last year with contactless delivery. Um, you know, that local screen printer is going to have a very limited pool of product that he can buy from. So you're not always going to get the best product quality. He's only going to sell in bulk. It's going to be cash or check only, no return exchanges, you know, final sale, your local retailer, the next level up is still considered a smaller business. They may service one or 200 schools, but they're a smaller business and they're going to have challenges too. They're going to be challenged in August their busiest month of the year to have enough staff. They're not in a position to employ a large staff year round because school uniforms is slow nine months of the year and busy three months of the year. So they're going to be challenged. There's going to be long lines waiting to get into the business. And for example, in COVID in the last year, a lot of these businesses just did not open or they went to appointment only. And that isn't enough to satisfy people. I think a lot of people were just driven towards internet and these small regional businesses, while they may take orders over the web and ship home to you, I know from firsthand experience, they're printing your order when it comes in and then they're running around getting those goods and then sending you the package. They don't have a fulfillment process that's efficient to get things out in a timely manner. Whereas a company like Squad Locker and some of the other large retailers, they're made to handle large volumes of orders and to ship them. And they're made to have this customer service backbone, a wide variety of product. And so there's a big difference. And I think as time goes on, more and more people want an easy online process. That's, you know, what this country is going to. And I think the past year with COVID really made that very clear to many people and to many schools. What are some of the most important things that a school leader should be looking at when interviewing or deciding which school uniform provider to work with and what questions should they be asking them? They should be asking what kind of customer service support they have for their parents. They should be asking, you know, do they, do they often have a lot of back orders? That's a, a big thing in the school uniform business because it's such specific product and there are such specific manufacturers A parent who orders, you know, in the month of August, very often at a smaller retailer could be told, well, you're not going to have that till October. It's going to take two months to come in. Schools tie a lot of things to uniforms, you know, the ability to go to class or discipline, things like that. And so you don't want the student to get in trouble because mom ordered at the beginning of August. A lot of parents don't want to order in the springtime, which is when these small vendors are saying, oh, you should be ordering in May for clothes that your child's going to wear in September. So they want to, you know, schools should need to know that this company can handle a busy August. They should have a sales representative accessible to them, somebody to ask them questions so that they're not just getting, you know, stuck in the customer service loop. They should know like what kind of shipping options they have, what kind of monogramming options they have. Do they have, you know, the ability to take phone calls? Do they have the ability to, you know, handle a variety of issues and questions that get asked. You know, parents get frustrated when they call customer service and they get the runaround. So, you know, you just want to make sure that this is an educated, well thought out customer service program. I would say that's probably the biggest deal. 
and quality product. You want quality product. You want quality monogramming. You want product that you're able to pass down from sibling to sibling. It's so good. Unless it's white. White never works because it always comes home with ketchup and mustard. <laughs> so I don't care if the, if the garment is made out of Teflon, it's not going to last for very long because it's white. And you know, when kids eat lunch, they wear it. Absolutely. Having two kids <laughs> ourselves, we know that. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit more about quality, because I think that that is something that is really important to schools, but it's hard to tangibly like ask questions about quality. What kinds of things should parents ask? I mean, what makes for a quality school uniform? So when we talk about tops, for example, you want to make sure that they're wrinkle free and that they're soil resistant. They don't they no longer make stain proof because certain agents that were used in that process were found to be harmful to children. So most clothing, you know, should be soil resistant. And it really just means that the stain is going to be easier to lift out of the garment. You want to make sure that things like on the bottoms, you want to make sure they have things like adjustable waist that they're made out of a comfortable but durable fabric that's going to last the school year. School uniforms, on average, parents will buy two to three sets per year, depending on the uniform. But let's just say they're buying three pairs of pants. They're washing them once a week. One day a week, that child is going to be in a gym uniform. So they may wear those, those pants four days. So you're washing them once a week, let's say. You want to make sure that that can hold up to that, that it can retain color. And that after the first month, then those pants are not fading. You want to look for things like for children, you want to have knee pads in the garment because that's probably the one place on the garment that is going to have the worst stress is the knee. So you want to make sure those knee pads help that garment last longer. On girls' clothing specifically, you want a lot of stretch. You want to look for pants with lycra or tops with lycra, fitted blouses that have lycra in them. Girls grow differently than boys. And you just want a lot of those types of features on skirts. For example, you can get them with adjustable waist now. So it lasts longer. The parent can get a lot more mileage out of that garment. And, you know, you want fabrics that the children are not going to complain about. You want them to be comfortable, durable, because I'm sure you guys have heard it. Even with non-uniform clothes, if a child is not comfortable, they will put up a fight every day to not wear that. And one of the things behind uniforms is it's supposed to make your morning easier. You put on the same thing every day. There's no, I want to wear the pink plaid. Nope, you have to wear the blue plaid. I want to wear these boots. Nope, you can't wear those to school. I want my sparkles. I want, you know, there's none of that. Uniforms are supposed to make mornings much easier. That makes a lot of sense. And those are some really good specific tips because I know that schools want a quality product so that their parents' dollar stretches Mm -hmm. further. But knowing what questions to ask can sometimes be challenging for somebody who doesn't have a background in, in apparel manufacturing. So that's, that's really helpful. How often should schools evaluate their provider options? I would say that, you know, the best time of year for a school to get the pulse on how their provider is doing is September, October, because the buying season just ended. So the buying season is generally July and August, early September, and it ends and you're going to know if your school uniform provider did good or not in that time frame. Are there a lot of back orders? Are there a lot of parents coming to you saying, I don't have my clothes. I went there and they said it was embroidered so they couldn't give it to me while I waited. There, there were long lines. I, I could never get them on the phone. You're hearing these things about your school uniform provider. Those are definitely red flags. 
the school uniform provider themselves, like if the school goes to them and says, can you tell me, you know, how many back orders we have? Or can you tell me who's waiting for their orders? Or, you know, little Tommy says he ordered and it's on back order. You want a school uniform provider who's going to be able to give you access to information. Here, here's a report of everybody who ordered and you can download it at any time. That's one of the features on the squad locker site. And right away, you can tell who ordered and what they ordered and when they ordered. And so you'll know who's compliant. A lot of times, you know, schools, especially middle school and high schools, they're very strict about being in uniform and they want to know people are doing what they're supposed to. I've worked with many schools who starting in July, July are saying, can you get me a report or is my report up to date? I want to know who ordered my whole incoming freshman class. They have to buy uniforms every day. I want to make sure that they are ready for the first day of school. So that's why, you know, you want to make sure that your sales rep was accessible to you and they were able to get you information. And if, if, if not, you know, that's another reason to look for a new provider. Quality clothing. You know, I've, I've heard that, you know, companies leaving, schools leaving other companies because they're like the polo shirts after three washings were falling apart. The embroidery just came out. The pants were like, you know, the waistband was coming off the pant after a month when that should last. That child should outgrow that clothing before it breaks down. So these are things you want to look for. And, you know, you hear the things about the product over the course of the year, which the service is the big part. And you're going to hear that right away in September and October. That makes sense. That's a good time of year because it's fresh on people's mind. When schools are making a change, one thing that I was curious about is their color choices. You know, many schools have a very specific color. Is that a consideration when making a change from one provider to another or are colors pretty standard and and most providers offer the same colors? Most providers offer the same colors. There are some situations in this country right now where, you know, the plaid market, which is a big parochial school market, you'll definitely find some charter schools and some private schools who do use plaid. But for the most part, it's a parochial school market. And with parochial schools, unfortunately, closing at a rapid rate, 150 closed last year in America because of COVID. And we hadn't seen those kind of numbers close since the financial crisis in 07, 08, where we saw those kind of numbers. But my point is, is that a lot of times they use very, very unique plaid. And it is difficult to switch providers because, you know, that provider may be the only one milling that plaid for you. And so this other provider is, you know, may look at your school and say, oh, you don't have a full enrollment. Well, I don't think I want to manufacture a bolt of fabric that's going to last me five to eight years because they're we're talking 15,000 yards of a fabric minimum a lot of times for these plaids. So, you know, schools don't like to change school uniform providers. It is a big deal to do it because very often they are carrying slightly different product lines. And so when they do it, they want to be really sure. It's, it's a lot of times a time consuming process. You know, and there's a big difference between the schools who say, I have a school uniform and we're going to wear, you know, polo shirts and sweatshirts with the school logo, but you can get your pants anywhere. You can get your polo shirt from one of five places, including the local embroiderer. You know, that even though it has a school name on it, it really does tend to be more of a dress code than a school uniform per se. So it sounds like making the change when there is a, a good reason after that survey of parents in September is the right thing to do. So not necessarily on any interval, 
But when there's an issue to solve is a good time to make a change and understanding that the more specific your apparel requirements are, the more difficult that change may be. So if you're on the dress code side of things, it may be an easier change. Whereas if you have a custom plaid, you may have to invest a little more time in that change process and may not want to do so as frequently. Absolutely. That, that is absolutely true. And, and let me add to that too. Another time that is good to change a provider, if a school is looking to change a provider, is if they're looking to change their uniform. Some schools are at the point where they want to overhaul the uniform. They, they've picked new colors. They've picked a new mascot. That's a good time to change your provider because you're not trying to match what you previously had. You're trying to put something new out there. And a lot of times, you know, by shopping around, a school can get really good pricing. So tell us a little bit more about the timeline. How long should it take from the time and maybe even a little bit more about the process? How long should it take from the time you're interviewing new providers to the time that the first uniform should be arriving either at the school or at the parents front door? So it really depends on the uniform and the school. If you are just looking for somebody to give you the same color polos and gym wear that you have and sweaters, that's an easier process once you've vetted that uniform company. And that can be everything from getting their price list to references from other schools that they service. Um, And, you know, that can take a month, two months. It also depends on who the school involves in the process. So if it's just the principal making that change, it could be a quicker process. But if they want a committee of parents and students involved to select a whole new uniform, it could take several months. Typically, you want to probably start this process in, I would love to be able to say they should start it in November, but realistically, the fall is a super busy time in schools, even through the holidays. So I would suggest starting as soon as you come back in January and planning to be done by March 1st, March 15th, the latest, because the school uniform company has to be able to get your new product in the door, ready to be sold in July and August. So the time frame for delivery is never going to change if you're with a new uniform company versus your previous company. It's still going to be July, August that people are buying and that that product needs to land on the parent's doorstep. But that process, because of that, that process should take place within a couple of months if they can manage it. That makes sense. And and kind of going through the process, they should be looking at pricing. They should be requesting samples. They should be getting, you know, samples of all their logos. They should be looking at all of those details before they go into those new uniforms, making sure their logos are going to come out according to their brand guide, um, that the colors are right. You know, believe it or not, there's a lot of different navy threads out there. Yeah, I I have looked at Pantone charts before, and there are definitely a lot more shades than one would ever consider in your daily life. Absolutely. So that's a good segue into what are the considerations that they should be looking at in this interview process? I mean, we've talked about some of them. You said looking at pricing, requesting samples, looking at colors, customer service, timelines. What else should schools look at when considering a new provider? They should be looking at, you know, like when we talked about earlier, the quality of the product, but they should be looking at the fit. Are they offering a universal fit or a fit that is going to work for a majority of shapes and sizes? Is this clothing, you know, some companies with their broad cloth fabrics might be more sheer than other companies. They want to make sure that they're with a company who is properly attiring their children in modest, comfortable clothing. 
you know, you want to make sure that the company can offer a variety of sizes for that reason as well. You know, children come in every height and, you know, size imaginable. You want to make sure that they can offer you slims, regulars, huskies. You want to be able on boys' pants too, as they you hit that middle school age, that you have a variety of inseams or the ability to hem the pant available. Boys, you know, girls stop growing around the eighth, ninth grade. Boys grow straight through high school. Boys stop growing at like 19, 20. So you have to be able to offer a variety of fabrics. You want to, and you want to make sure they have choices that your kids are going to like. Well, you know, you may not put your students on the uniform committee. You want to be able to have time to advertise that uniform and you to show your students and inform your community what it's going to be. But that uniform company has to have time to get you product to do that once you've made your final decisions and you can hang it in your hallway. So you want to be with somebody who's experienced. You know, very often your local screen printer or embroiderer isn't experienced in all the things like that. You also want to make sure as far as pricing goes, like what is that school uniform company going to do to help you to advertise and get information out to your parents? Can they get you a flyer showing the product? You know, do they have you know, is, is this an experienced person with tips to help you? You want them to be a partner at the end of the day. They, and that's another thing too, is a school uniform company should have programs to help with, you know, students in needs. Can they get them gift cards? You know, I like to use gift cards or what we use here at Squad Locker at coupon codes because you can't tell if that is a student who's financially needs financial assistance because it's just like a normal thing they would get as opposed to, you know, putting them in a program and giving them, you know, they have to be flagged walking into a little provider and say, oh, I should be on this school's list. You know, you want to give them some, you know, you want them to be able to be anonymous in that. It's a gift card. Anybody can get a gift card. And parents do play a large part in having a good overall experience with the provider. Can you talk a little bit more about what parents should be considering or what parents should be doing, measuring or so online before they actually make that purchase? A parent should have an idea of how much clothing they're going to use in a week. And that really should be based on when can they do laundry? How often can they do laundry? Your school uniform provider is going to recommend a certain amount of clothing. But honestly, I have seen school uniform providers come out and say that if you do laundry once a week, you should have seven pairs of pants. Now, I'm going to say right now, I would never (laughs) tell a parent to buy seven pairs of pants when they're only going to wear them four days a week and they're going to grow out of them by the end of the school year. Typically, when a parent buys school uniforms for the fall, you want loose clothing. You don't want it to be oversized where it's falling off the child, but you don't want it to be the perfect size that they are right now. You want to go up at least one size from their current size because you need them to be able to grow into the clothing and then grow out of the clothing during a school year. So a parent should know their child's size. They should have a good idea of of what size their child is. Some garments are going to need to be able to measure the waist of a child, like for skirts or their length for jumpers, because those are more traditional patterned garments and they don't necessarily translate to skirts in the retail sphere. So like when you buy a skirt at, you know, Target, it's it's not going to very often be the same size as a school uniform skirt because there really are older patterns for those particular types of garments. But a parent should know their child's size. Um, a lot of school uniform providers, you know, us included, squad locker included, is, you know, we have tips for measuring your child on how to get a body measurement or where that body measurement is. And so they should just be, you know, willing 
to do that. And knowing what your child is or isn't going to wear, I so often will talk to parents who say, I bought the sweater because I thought it was so cute, but I knew my son really disliked being warm and he's a warm child anyway. He wants to wear short sleeves year round, but I'm going to buy him these two long sleeves in this sweater anyway. You're just going to get frustrated as a parent that you spent that money. And that child, if, if you know he, doesn't gonna, he isn't going to wear it, he's not going to wear it. And he's going to fight with you. Even when it's five degrees out and you think he should be in long sleeves and a sweater and he wants to wear his short sleeves, let him wear his short sleeves. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you want him to be happy in school and you don't want to waste money. You know, a lot of school uniform companies will take clothing back, but you know, you have a window that you have to return it. And, you know, I, I tell parents all the time, you're better off buying it if he asks for it later than buying it all now when he's telling you, no, I'm not going to wear it. That makes sense. I, I envision that sweater being left at school every day because it goes in the backpack, it comes or on the, the body and then it comes right off. And who knows where it goes for the rest of the school day. Right. And it comes back in a ball in the backpack on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Any last words for buyers at, of school uniforms? I Like, you know, to the parents, I would just say, listen to your children. If they are really telling you they really don't like it, ask for another style. If they don't have another choice to wear it, you're kind of stuck. But a lot of times school uniform vendors like we'll offer a couple of different variations of like girls pants, you know, to try to make the child comfortable, but listen to the child. I think that's great advice. Uh, overall, I, you've given us some really good tips. If you are at a school and you are looking at a new school uniform provider, ask your parents about their experience. The best time to do that is in September and make a change when there is an issue based on that parent feedback or when you're making a change in your uniforms overall. A good time to start that process is when you return from the holiday break in January. And in terms of what you should ask providers, really focus on four areas. First of all, the structure of the sales process. So what are the timelines? What's the customer service? Where do parents go with questions? What kind of help with marketing? does the company offer and what kind of reporting do they offer and is it self-service or do you have to reach out to somebody? The second area is the clothing itself. Karen gave us some great tips about how to figure out the quality of the product as well as the fit and whether there are multiple fit options because children do come in all different sizes. Also look at the logo options and color choices and ask for samples. The third area is ask about price. And finally, ask about any other programs that are available, for example, helping with students in need. And then if you are advising your parents about school uniform purchasing, ask parents to consider their laundry schedule. Don't necessarily get seven pants, get four pants if you're doing laundry once a week. And then measuring your children is critically important because the size of school uniforms can be very different than retail sizing. And I think that that's a great point that school uniform providers can provide some help there on how to correctly measure your child so that you get a good fit, focusing on a loose fit in the fall, giving your child some room to grow into it. So Karen, we really appreciate you being here with us and providing these great tips for schools looking to make a change in their uniform provider or evaluating their current uniform options. This show has been brought to you by K-12 Clothing. K-12 Clothing is a PTA dad created business focused
focused on providing high-quality school apparel while increasing access to educational resources through fundraising in schools. Learn more at k12clothing.com. Make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school to subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on this show, we share additional resources on our company blog at k12clothing.com and click on blog. Thanks to Squad Locker for making this show possible, and we'll see you next week in the Multipurpose Room.